0: my friends. And thank you so much for tuning into the B2B Marketing Podcast. I am your guest host today, Katie Martel from across the pond in the US, where we are so thrilled to welcome the B2B marketing community together again in Chicago for Ignite USA, May 23rd and 24th. Now, this is an event that is purpose-built around the challenges and opportunities facing all of us in B2B marketing. We hope you'll consider joining us not only to network with your peers, not only To celebrate the winners of the 2023 Elevation Awards, but also to hear from our star-studded lineup of B2B marketing experts, practitioners, luminaries, one of which I have the distinct honor of sitting down with today, Ashley Zechman. Welcome to the B2B Marketing Podcast, my love. It's good to see you.
1: So good to see you as well. Thank you for including me in this. I'm really excited
0: course we had to include you. When you think about B2B marketing, Ashley Zekman is synonymous. So you have been in the B2B space for years. We've known each other for years, which I have had such a pleasure to get to know you. Um, but now you are the VP of everything at Analytica. Tell us about your role. Tell us about the company. Tell us everything.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, Katie, I've been agency side what feels like my entire life worked with the best of the best SaaS companies. Uh, but this is my first time kind of being on the other side of the equation. Uh, fortunately, I had the experience in working with Analytica and knowing our CEO, Tim, for I don't know how many years at this point, but it felt like a good next step for me into, into the world of actually working for a SaaS company. So it's been it's been really exciting, but I didn't have to give up all of my agency roots because we we still have a team of like amazing marketing experts that help execute influencer marketing programs. So it's been it's been a fun, wild ride. I'm enjoying it.
0: If you're not enjoying it, you're doing something wrong. It's just marketing people. Okay. But tell us about, for those that don't know, you mentioned influencer marketing. What does Analytica do?
1: Yeah. So we're a B2B influencer marketing SaaS platform that I mentioned is kind of powered by this group of amazing people with tons of expertise in the industry. Um, so we do everything from helping to strategize, how to approach B2B influencer marketing, because let's face it, a lot of people still don't really know how to do it. Um, And then everything from that to discovering who the influencers are that they should work with, executing their programs, measuring them and scaling them uh, to generate better marketing impact.
0: Said perfectly. I personally have experienced Analytica because my name keeps popping up. Whenever I go to a conference, you all do those great network graphs to say who's at this conference and who knows who. And it's really just incredible to see that visualized. But I have to say, it's a really hot topic right now, this idea of influencer marketing in the world of B2B. Uh, We are looking at, you know, at Ignite this year, a, a theme, right, of the new frontier of B2B marketing. And I think influencer marketing is a big Part of that, but I want to hear it in your words. Tell us about how you see this uh, kind of crazy new world of working with individual brands, and how it actually affects a B two B buying process.
1: Well, number one, I love the theme and that video of you and Joel where you're riding the horse, and like, it just it was perfect. Right, that is proof that B two B marketing is is fun. Right, it's not that it has to be fun; it is fun, and mm-hmm. I just love how how well you're taking advantage of that. Um, And I think what's interesting about this question is that it's about how we rise to these new challenges, which are, we all know it's been a rough year, budget cuts, smaller teams, changing expectations, but I don't think that necessarily means we have to change what we're doing. We just need to focus on how we're executing it to meet the needs of ultimately our target audience, but also our internal stakeholders, right? So it's not throwing everything away, but it's thinking about not just what we're doing, but how we're doing it and being super thoughtful about that and how it impacts the people that we're trying to reach or doesn't impact them if we're doing it badly.
0: Right. And I think that, you know, when it comes to buyers in 2023, the way that they buy has changed. I mean, it's been changing drastically over the last decade. And and you and I have been in this space now for what, like over 15 years, but every single year. There just seems to be a new uh, shift. This is really at the core of the shift that's been um, happening uh, over the last decade, this shift, obviously, to social, but to also where trust is really generated and who trusts who. That's, I think, at the core of, at least from my perspective, influencer marketing. Um, What are you looking at? What are you seeing in terms of how companies are rising to meet this challenge? How are they taking advantage of this?
1: Well, I think that one of the things I've seen that's interesting is that just for your marketing to be you know, if you want marketing that's bottom of the funnel, you can still work with influencers and industry experts, and it's not just just pushing product doesn't isn't the only way to have bottom of funnel content, right? So I think a lot of times, especially when we think of influencer marketing, we're thinking it's just awareness, it's just exposure, but that's not the case. Uh, so I think there's this there's this shift in mindset that providing that education is really valuable. That can be middle and bottom of funnel. That you know, as long as it's focused on the right pain points, the right struggles and like really understanding what it is that people are going through um, personally and at work, right? Because we aren't, you know, our personalities aren't split, at least most of us. Um, and it's, it's yeah, what you do at home affects work and vice versa. So being really able to understand what drives people and what they care about, um, whether it's about being a sustainable company or having the right solutions for them, or just even understanding what the things are that keep them up at night is critical for a team, no matter what size
0: they are. Right, right. And it sounds like you're, I love this idea that you can still leverage influencers even later in the funnel. Um, But you mentioned educational content. Can I ask you kind of at a high level, what's working with B2B influencer marketing? Uh, You could give me examples of specific campaigns or just in general, how are B2B organizations doing this? It's a great question. Um, Those that
1: are Integrating as much as possible are winning. And that can mean you know integrating with their um, customer marketing programs and their employee advocacy programs and their analyst relations programs, those that are integrating in that way are winning hands down. Um and one of my favorite clients, uh, I mean, they're all my favorites, but one that <laughs> holds a special place in my heart uh, is the team at Equinix that really just sort of within the last year piloted this program and has done some phenomenal things because they're doing it the right way. And they're, they're bringing all of these different teams together. And they're being thoughtful about the relationships that they're building. So I just love how quickly they've been able to scale something that a lot of companies, it takes them a decade to achieve that, right? Because, because they're thinking of things in silos. And then the other thing I think, especially for small teams, is influencer marketing doesn't have to be this huge thing within your organization. You don't have to hire new teams necessarily. You don't have to you know, put hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of budget into it It's about integrating into what you're already doing, right? So finding ways to integrate influencers into content and um, engaging with them on social and and things like this that don't require, require some things like, you know, some tools, some expertise, some training, but it doesn't mean that you have to start over, which I think is a really hard thing, especially with budgets being what they are, layoffs being what they are, um, is how to get that buy-in and the best way to do that and the best way to have impact is to just... Start doing
0: it. I love that. And I think a big part of success in this wild new world of B2B marketing in 2023 is experimentation, is trying new things and seeing what works. And this is a kind of a relatively new tactic. So it's really, I think, a beautiful blank canvas for a lot of marketers. Um, But you mentioned buy in, and I would love to poke at that. And by the way, I don't want to give too much away because Ashley is giving a fantastic fantastic is my new buzzword of the day, um, I'm here for it. Uh, workshop at Ignite USA, May 23rd, 24th in Chicago. Um, so first tell us about the workshop, but then I want you to tell us about your tips for gaining buy-in for influencer marketing. Okay. okay. Yeah. So
1: it this whole workshop really is about um, how to begin approaching influencer marketing. And even those that have tested it, but can't seem to get it, past that threshold of their internal stakeholders and they're struggling to really find a way to make it a you know well-known well-respected tactic within marketing so it's about how to integrate influencers right so that again that means kind of starting smaller looking at what your strategy is and how you go about it the right way in order to be able to quickly uh show some results right so you can't the data doesn't lie I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. So if you can find a way to effectively plan and then measure how you're doing what you're doing, it should be a no-brainer. There's obviously way more complexity to it than that uh, on the education side. But, you know, when we have fewer resources and bigger goals, we can't we can't duplicate ourselves. You can't add 40 more hours a week to your work week. You have to really find ways to be, I mean, you could, but you probably wouldn't sleep much. Um, but you have to find ways to be more effective, right? And it's about how can you be more effective with what you're already doing. How can you engage the right people that build trust, like you said, and and have the ear of the audience that you want to get in front of? Because, um, you know, building, building new audiences is really, really tough. And even, you know, starting a new podcast, right? It takes a while for there to be, unless you're Katie Martell, of course, it takes a while, <laughs> while for it to gain traction, right? And so it's finding ways to really from that expertise, borrow from that trust and get in front of the people you, you want to. And um, so it's again, it's effectively how to do that, but then also how to showcase the impact to your stakeholders in a way that it sells itself.
0: Right, and and I appreciate this reframing of influencer marketing as something kind of frivolous and something you do if you're, you know, selling diet pills. And really, it is something that I love. This very strategic point of view—you're integrating it into the 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 way you're going to market today. You're measuring it. You're making sure that it's part of the sales funnel from top to bottom. I love this. It is possible. I'm part of a lot of influencer programs. I mean, it's just something I've had the fortunate, uh, chance to get to do on the other side as a in air quotes now, influencer. I hate the word. It's weird. It's weird. But it means I get to work with great brands in a way that's really authentic to me, the B2B marketing team being one of them. And so this is a crazy new frontier. It's amazing the opportunities ahead for marketers. Um, And it doesn't matter what industry you're in. It kind of sounds like Analytica is working and you and your team are advising companies across industries. Can you give us a sense of what industries maybe that might be surprising that are actually doing well in B2B influencer marketing?
1: Yeah, I think fintech is one that being, it's not highly as highly regulated as other financial institutions, but there's still a lot more regulation around it. Uh, so fintech, as well as uh, healthcare technology, ones that you might think would not be as open to exploring this have seen a ton of success, right? And then we also have kind of your your B2B tech cloud companies, you know, software providers that are have been doing it longer than a lot of these other companies, but some and some of them are just, you know, doing a phenomenal job. Some of them are still struggling to really figure out how to let in the voices of others without needing to control it. Right. So it's it's interesting that some of what you might consider the most highly regulated industry or more highly regulated industries are tend to be a bit more open than some of your traditional tech companies. Uh, so it's it's been a wild ride just in terms of educating and you know, running workshops and creating playbooks and trying to really centralize people around the idea of it uh, in order to be able to execute effectively.
0: It is an interesting difference. The muscle memory of a marketer is control the brand, control the message, control, control, control. And you are really putting your brand in the, in the hands Of other people, people whose personal brands is why they have followings. You have to give up some control. I think that's a very powerful takeaway. And I know that you also have, and I want to promote this because I think it's so important to get the right education and this is the place to get it. You have a training series that you've developed on this topic too. Can folks learn more about that? Where can they find that? Tell us more.
1: So we are working on the Analytica uh, Academy training series and this is really designed to be educational right to give you a series of resources where you you know it's video it's you know places for you to put it to input into for you to start developing what your strategy might look like um all within our ecosystem so it's it's hard i will be honest it has been hard for me as a former agency person to give up some of that control (laughs) in terms of like just hire us to do it all right like that that's been that's been hard for me personally, but I'm really excited to share what you know myself and my team have been doing over the past you know seven to ten years on these topics and enable people to to self-serve some of this, right to be able to approach it the right way. and it's it's interesting because having had conversations with people like um our dear friend Anne Hanley recently, um she is she has shared some of the bad outreach that she's gotten with me and as well as you know, other influencers have as well, or industry experts have. And it's just interesting to, to see like, you can do it so much better. You just, no one's told you how to do it. So that's part of what we're looking at is we want to help educate you on what to do and how to do it and why to do it. And again, how to measure it. Um, I'm going on a tangent now because I'm still working through some of the series, <laughs> but we have our first one coming out within the next few weeks. And it's actually based off of the in-person event We just did in San Francisco. That was our first B2B influencer marketing summit. That was a mix of practitioners, industry experts, influencers themselves, and really kind of getting to the nitty gritty on both sides of the equation, what works, what doesn't. Um, So I want to be able to share that with a broader audience because we kept this as a very small exclusive event, but it'll be nice to be able to share those learnings with more people who are experiencing the
0: same things or have the same questions. Oh, absolutely. I will also say that I get some interesting, <laughs> interesting requests. You know, with a lot of followers comes a lot of uh, outrage, which is cool. But I, you know, I'm also a former PR girl at heart and I've pitched a lot of reporters in my day and the tenants are really the same mutual value. You've got to have relevance. It's really, it is an interesting thing. And I'm so grateful that you and the team at Analytica are developing educational resources because this is a brand by brand specific strategy. There really isn't a one size fits all, although it does sound like um, there are a few best practices. So in your workshop at Ignite USA, May 23rd and 24th in Chicago, oh, just pumping (laughs) that out promotion. Um, uh, It sounds like you're going to get to the nitty gritty of why to do this, how to do this, how to measure this, uh, and of course, how to get others uh, involved. Any other tips around this that you want to share? Again, just we can't give it all away today, but for the listeners that won't be there at Ignite, first of all, why not? Second of all, what would you tell them?
1: Um, I think two of the other big takeaways is really how to map what you're doing to your marketing objectives. And I don't mean marketing KPIs. A lot of times we'll hear, we want to share a voice, we want this, but at the end of the day, is does a marketing team grow simply based on those KPIs? No, there's other things they're measured on as well. right? So really getting to the nitty gritty of what you are responsible for measuring. And what your objectives are, what are the objectives of your stakeholders, right? Of your direct superiors, what are the things that they care about so that we can ensure, yes, we help you meet yours, but what are the extension, what is the extension we can provide you um, to help you have further impact within the organization? And then I think one of the biggest things for me, which again, doing influencer marketing, working with industry experts is how we met, right? Years and years and years ago. And I place a lot of importance on how to nurture and grow relationships in a way that's mutually beneficial, right? It's just, you don't want to be sort of one and done and, you know, hey, Katie, that was great. Bye. Talk to you never again, right? Mm -hmm. So um, really identifying who those people are that you want to bring into the fold um, and make them a a part of what you're doing and how you do that effectively.
0: I love it. There's so many questions. I'm so grateful that you're attacking it. I mean, I have a million questions, but we've only got a few minutes left. So I'm going to be front row at your workshop at Ignite USA. Uh, Ignite USA is also having a ton of these industry influencers on stage, in the crowd. So if you're not coming, please join us. Um, But Ashley, we are again looking at the new frontier. And I have to ask you the one question I have asked all of my fabulous guests who I'm doing these guest hosts with. How would you describe this new frontier in just one word? What is the new frontier of B2B marketing in
1: 2023? This is such a hard question. I'm not a person of few words, as you can tell by <laughs> the amount. I've hit my quota, I think, today just in these last 20 minutes. Um to sound cliche because i think in some ways it's it's overused in marketing a bit right now but i do i do think that the new frontier means being inclusive and i don't just mean i mean all brands should be practicing inclusivity in their marketing activities right um but even a bit more broadly it means like actually getting into the minds of your customers addressing what really matters to them and not just pushing your product right being inclusive of of what they care about and what they stand for, not just what you stand for. So again, I, I feel like it's it's a word we use a lot that means a lot of different things that is very important in marketing, but but just finding a way to really do that. and that that could mean even things like a resurgence of voice of customer research, which also having worked in PR before, that was that was a big thing that took you know six, seven, eight months to provide that had a lot of great insights. We can't do it that way anymore. Um, We have to do it faster and more inexpensively, but really getting into the minds of, of the people we work with and what they care about. So I did use one word, but then I followed it up by probably about 1,500.
0: I don't know
1: if I I understood the assignment or not.
0: (laughs) You nailed it. A plus, five stars and a gold star, my love. No, listen, I love that idea of being inclusive because I think a brand is something that is experienced, right? It's not something that just comes from one point of view, from the mountaintop down. It's really lived. And part of that is the people that are influencing your customers, whether it be organizations like analysts or individuals or people like me who happen to have a lot of followers. My God, it is everywhere. Influence exists everywhere around your buyers. And if you're not being curious, if you're not finding new ways to go find it, which is what you're evangelizing here, you're going to be left behind. So this is great advice. It's needed advice. It's not cliche at all. You, my friend, are a star and I cannot wait to see you at Ignite USA, May 23rd, 24th in Chicago. Anything else I haven't asked you today? We're so excited for your workshop. Um, Analytica will also be there. So if folks are interested in learning more, you're going to have a nice booth, a bunch of folks at the the organization, at the uh, event. Um, Anything else I haven't asked before I let you go?
1: Well, I mean, I hope that my head can fit through the door after this huge (laughs) ego boost of a conversation, which, of course, I appreciate. Um, But no, I think it's I'm really excited for this event. I went to the first one last year, and of course, you know you are an amazing MC. Love that you're back again. Um, but no, I think you people can always find me online. This is stuff that I talk about all of the time. And like I said, my team and I will or like you said, my team and I will be there. So I'm just looking forward to having conversations with people, understanding where they're at, what challenges they have, and then just learning from other speakers and attendees. So, I think it's going to be a fun event. It's going to be. I'm looking forward
0: to it. I'm so glad that you're coming, and I'm so so happy that we could sit down today to give folks a preview um, of what they're going to get from your workshop at Ignite USA. So, thank you, Ashley, for being here today. Um, Any final words? Any final thoughts for our audience before we wrap up? Uh, Please come to my workshop. It'll be really (laughs) fun. (laughs) Um,
1: I like to do things interesting, make things interesting. You know, have a good theme in there, make it very. Um, you know, participation is definitely encouraged. So I'm not someone who's going to talk at you, but I'm very interested in talking with you. So if you don't mind speaking up in class, then please come. It'll be a fun time.
0: Ah, this is the session for you, my loves. Okay, my friends. Ashley, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being part of the B2B Marketing Podcast. We cannot wait to see you and hopefully you are dear listener at Ignite USA, May 23rd to the 24th in beautiful chicago find out more at b2b the number two b2b ignite Uh, and listen reach out to myself or ashley uh, and we'll make sure we hook you up with some some goodies uh whether it be best practices or listen we want to see you at ignite so just message us and tell us what it's going to take to get you there ashley this is going to be your second year on the ground and i'm so 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 excited to see you in person so Thank you, Ashley. Thank you all for listening. Um, my name is Katie Martel, unless you did not like today's podcast, in which case, my name is Joel Harrison. All right, everyone, have a great day and we'll see you next time.